Greetings, Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio news commentary. On this particular commentary, I want to report on this sad story uh, coming out of Springfield, Virginia. You may have seen this story over the past couple of days where you had a young 12-year-old black girl who's going to this predominantly white Christian school in Springfield, Virginia. I think it's been mentioned that Vice President Pence's wife works part-time at this particular school. Well, you may have seen the story about the girl where she said that um, three white boys had pinned her down in the uh, schoolyard, uh, playground, what have you, and cut her dreadlocks. And, I mean, it was a very horrific story. Of course, it went viral, but it appears now that it was a Jesse Smollett-style hoax. And, you know, just for those out there that is out there combating racism and what have you, lying is always counterproductive to confronting racism. Uh, like some people on social media have said, there are far too many real instances of racism for us to make stuff up. Now, this is a child. Granted, this is a 12-year-old child. So I hope that uh, people won't be to too harsh towards her. And allow me to share some of this uh, article with you from NBCWashington.com that I saw published um, this story. I'm sure there are some others publishing the stories. Um, it goes with a headline, sixth grade girl says she lied about her dreadlocks, but maintains she has been the victim of bullying. So in case y'all had not heard this story, a 12-year-old girl who accused three sixth-grade boys of pinning her down and cutting her dreadlocks has admitted to school officials she was not attacked and cut her own hair, her family's attorney and the school said. A sixth-grade girl at Emmanuel Christian School in Springfield, Virginia, said three classmates white ambushed her on the playground last week and used scissors to cut off some of her dreadlocks while telling her her hair was nappy and ugly. So let, when I first saw this story, I took pause, but that's just me. I'm not saying that we should take pause, but you have to realize also a lot of people on social media are just looking for viral posts and the same in the media. They want to be the first to report. So I was like, okay, she said this happened on the playground. Um, were there any other witnesses? I wasn't hearing from any other witnesses. Do they not monitor these children when they're on the playground? You know, being that I was a child once myself, um, as well as a parent of children and now a grandfather of children, is very, very, it just seemed odd that these children would be unsupervised on a playground. Still, that's not to say that just because there's quote unquote supervision that these things can't happen and that teachers uh, don't look the other way because there was a story out of Charlotte, North Carolina, where this young boy was brutalized. He was brutalized uh, on the playground and there were um, adults out there and they did nothing uh, to stop this little boy who was being bullied because he was biracial. And so anyway, I did uh, take pause. I was waiting for more information to come out. And so I'm glad I did. 
All right. So she and her family met with school officials uh, Monday to apologize. Now, the girl maintains she has been the victim of bullying, her family attorney said. The family is seeking counseling for the girl. And that, that's that's just the best thing that they could do. Now, um, it goes on to say to those young boys and their parents, we sincerely apologize for the pain and anxiety these allegations have caused, the family said in a statement to the administrators and families of Emmanuel Christian School. We are sorry for the damage this incident has done to trust within the school family and the undue scorn it has brought uh, to the school. Now, during the investigation, how did they determine that she was lying? What caused her to confess? Well, they had security camera video and it was showing where people were at the time that she alleged that the attack happened. And so under questioning, um, she just confessed. She just confessed that she had made the story up. Now, you know, some people have said that, you know, you have black people lying all the time about these kind of things, just trying to get some money. Now, I don't know about lying all the time or many black people lying about instances of racism. Of course, it does happen. I mean, we just had the infamous uh, Juicy Smoulier case uh, happen. And so now we have this case happen. So apparently people do lie about these sort of things. Now, I don't think that this 12-year-old girl, I don't know, but I don't think that she would lie um, in order to get some kind of windfall in a lawsuit. I just don't think children that young think that way. You know, in the case of Juicy Smoulier, um, you know, he people were saying those connected to the case, I think it was the two African, um, excuse me, not Af I was about to say African-Americans, but they are African-Americans because the two Nigerians in the media um, that helped uh, Juicy carry out his hoax were born here in the United States. Their parents are from um, Nigeria. Um, but they indicated that he was doing this for publicity in order to also get more money because he felt like he was being underpaid um, by the producer of the uh, television program uh, he was on. And so anyway, I just don't think that was the case with this 12-year-old girl. I, I believe this girl was a victim or is a victim of bullying and I feel like she has PTSD and that I don't know these things, but these are questions that I'm asking. Okay, did she tell her parents she had been suffering from bullying? Did she tell anyone at the school she had been suffering from bullying? Or did she suffer in silence? Um, which is possible. Doesn't mean she's lying. So I, I think that perhaps in order to get back at her tor tormentors, perhaps these three boys had been bullying her. So she just made this up in order to get them um, in, into trouble. So, I mean, only she can answer these questions. And, you know, I don't think that we're going to hear the full story in terms of her motivation. But I do not think it was money whatsoever. I, I just don't believe that. But, you know, like a person said on social media, there are too many real instances of racism occurring 
not only in the United States, but throughout the world. And we don't need to make these things up. Um, when we make them up, um, then it's just likely that people won't believe you when something real happens to you. So um, I hope that this little girl gets the help that she needs, and it's good to hear that she will be getting counseling. So this has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Commentary. Please continue to support the nonprofit media organization, Black Talk Media Project, with a tax-deductible donation today, which you can make by going to blacktalkradionetwork.com. Peace and blessings to all.